Greetings, magnificent souls, to the Lily Bewley podcast, where we have open and honest discussions about ourselves. This is your host, Lily Bewley, and I'm honored to have conversations here with thought leaders, visionaries, healers, and even solo conversations with myself about things I'm currently reflecting on. This is a place where we break down, break away, and break through our emotional trauma, allowing ourselves to be healthy, be happy, and live a peaceful life. We are tired of being sick and tired. We are tired, but we are not giving up. We know that there is something magnificent inside of us. And because we are fighting daily, hourly, and by the minute, fighting ourselves, our jobs, our unhappiness, we have to do things differently. We have to break the cycle. We don't have a million chances. We have to be happy now. We have to find a way. So how do we do that? How is that possible? If you look around at what society is telling you, they tell you that what we're doing is impossible. Yet it's happening every single day. And it's happening through the practice and the love that we call awakening the magnificent soul. We are all magnificent souls. And these are our stories of healing. Today in episode 157, I welcome Corey Lyon Folsom to the podcast to chat about unlocking your soul statement. Before we get into the show, don't forget to let me know your thoughts about this episode or anything you would like me to cover on future podcasts by dropping me a DM on Instagram. Remember, it is a safe place and I would welcome the discussion. And also a request, if you are enjoying the show, please rate and share and review. This helps get the word out to more and more souls who want to heal. And now on to today's episode. Corey Lyon Folsom has been a professional tracker, a wilderness guide for newly sober people, and a vision quest leader. As a love and relationship coach since 2012, he assists persons from all over the world to increase the soulfulness, clarity, and ease with which they experience life. He does this by utilizing body-centered awareness, accessing one's inner wisdom, applying better communication skills, and asking really good questions. Please enjoy this interview with Corey Lyon Folsom. All right, Corey, welcome to the show. I'm super excited. I'm very intrigued about your journey and who you are as a coach. And um, I really just want to welcome you to the space. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Lily. Glad to be here. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, so I am so intrigued. Um, when I was reading a little bit about you, um, it starts with a bang. Um, you are a professional tracker and wilderness guy that helps newly so sober people, taking them on vision quests, finding out who they are and helping with relationships. Like, can you help me? Like, how did you get here? Like, you know, how, how did you get to kind of where you are helping people find their inner, inner wisdom and their soulful connections? Sure. Well, my entry into all of that kind of work was just a love of, of nature. I was fortunate to grow up in a little town in Maine with a, with a backyard that opened up into uh, for a kid, basically unlimited forests and fields and woods and streams and like that. So I spent 
you know, I would go out before school, even as a high schooler, I would get up an extra hour early and go spend time uh, listening to bird songs and checking out what's happening. And, and so that led me to an, um, being interested in the what we call Aboriginal living skills. So fire without matches, shelter just with your bare hands, edible plants and you know tanning hides and all that stuff. So that led me then to uh, these wilderness programs that use this kind of nomadic hunter-gatherer pseudo lifestyle as the container for these people uh, hoping to get free from addictions. Mm. And so that plopped me down into uh, the wilds of the Pine Barrens of New Jersey and, and the mountains of Idaho, you know, and then on to basically every other Western state, just leading these small groups, six, eight people. And we had to survive and live as a pseudo family. And mm there's challenges, there's frustrations. And so we get to learn how to be more human and dealing with that in each other. Oh, wow. Okay. So you grew up in, in kind of learning these skills, it seems like based on your environment in Maine. And then how did you get to the transition between helping, you know, people with addictions and newly sober people? You know, I have, um, you know, in my life and people that are close to me, nature has been like a huge, huge catalyst to help with, you know, the anxiety and the overwhelm and, you know, people call it grounding these days. Um, how did that, where did that happen for you? Like, was it, was it just something that like people were just naturally attracted to like the groups that you were running and the programs that you were running? Sure. Well, I semi left that world. So I wasn't, instead of doing it, you know, out there 210 days, nights a year, mm -hmm. uh, I ended up getting married and my wife was a school teacher in a little town in Utah and uh, we had two boys so little little kids and luckily similar situation our backyard opened up into essentially unlimited wilderness and so mm -hmm. I would take the the boys out there from you know before they could walk and just um it just became part of the fabric of what we, how we wanted to experience life. And, and so uh, that relationship, that marriage lasted about seven years. And, uh, and I ended up moving to California. And I just was getting to a place of wondering why life wasn't responding with awesomeness to me being such a good person mm. and and so at some point enough was enough and I started going to personal growth workshops I, I hired my own life coach and I just wanted to do relationship better I wanted to do me better mm -hmm. and that led me to various workshops where people were coming up to me and saying hey you know we're wanting a little help with uh, our intimacy or just communication. And so that led me to the world of, of helping people in a different way. And uh, so then I became, I went through my own coach training, uh, specific coach trainings, mm -hmm. and it, it evolved, I guess, organically that way. Mm -hmm. The best way, organically. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I, you know, I love it. You share a similar value to me, Corey, about, you know, like walking your own process and your, it sounds like you, like you walked your own journey, your own process. And then, um, you probably found out this marriage maybe between this beautiful, um, environment that you grow up, grew up in, but then, you know, this healing that you were doing on your side, probably kind of led and coalesced into this, this, this way, you know, beautiful way that you coach and help people. Um, so I love that. I love that. It's very similar to my, uh, to my journey as well. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just wrapped up a, a coaching cycle with this wonderful woman, uh, who, is like a lot of people that come to me where she is single, she's in her fifties and she's wants to prepare herself to meet someone special, mm -hmm. but she doesn't want to repeat the same bullshit, mm -hmm. you know, that has been a part of every other previous intimate relationship. Like, ah, oh, I don't want to, I want to meet someone, but I don't want all that stuff that comes along with all those poor patterns. And so through a bunch of coaching sessions with me, she's just at a beautiful place and she hasn't met uh, that person yet, mm -hmm. but she's so ready. And she's, what she did is she found herself Yeah, and she connected with her own, you know, internal power and empowerment. And, mm -hmm. and she is so happy and so present and so in a great place. So that feels really good. Yeah. Well, great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for doing that work. Everyone needs it uh, for sure. So what do you think, you know, it sounds like that you helped her find her inner wisdom. You felt helped her find herself. What do you think is blocking people from doing that today? Like why isn't everyone connected to their inner wisdom and to their true authentic, authentic self? Well, first of all, Lily, life offers us endless distraction this outer uh, environment is so compelling and interesting and demanding of our attention that, uh, and there, there's not a lot of formal training and how to just take some time every day to be quiet and still and contemplate and just connect with oneself. And and so, so there's the distractions and then there's also the modeling of the intimate relationship from our parents, which oftentimes isn't the best model, but it's the model we have. And so we go into relationships, maybe um, trying to replicate what's familiar in. So if you're a, a woman, you might find a, a a man who does the some of the same things that your father did. And it, yeah, it's not always the greatest. And that's what life is showing you. This is maybe the lessons to work on, to digest mm -hmm. and, and clear. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's all in play. And then of course, our minds aren't designed to make us happy. Mm -hmm. There, our minds are designed to look for what's wrong, to you know, scan for danger, <laughs> and yeah. there's that voice in our head narrating, mm -hmm. and uh, and what's wrong is always available, 
and mm-hmm. what's right is always available. That's the good news. And mm-hmm. so we want to give ourselves, if we want to be uh, more happy, we have to um, be uh, proactive and mm-hmm. say, you know what, that's that same old thought that I used to think. And there's a deeper truth. There's something that's more true about me than this mm-hmm. fear or this this other you know, same old thought I used to think. Mm-hmm. That's such a good point. You know, it's so, it's so crazy because, you know, in my journey and the, you know, my clients that I help um, as well, it's such a wild thing to, to see myself in the same situation where my brain would have gone to, you know, to the threat, like to the quote unquote negative, which I don't think anything is negative or positive, but would have gone to, immediately to the threat, but then it is such a, a, like kind of a miraculous rewiring process that happens in our brain when we do this work, because, um, you know, that in the same situations, like for example, right now I'm recording this at my parents' house. Um, there've been some things happening going on personally in my life where, um, things have been needing to change. I, um, I'm seeing everything now. It's such a, it's, it's wild because I haven't been back in 20 or 30 years and it's wild because I'm seeing things differently. Like it feels different in the Mm -hmm. same environment where I'm, where I was under threat, you know, based off of, you know, um, the things happening in my body and my mind, you know, like I saw the negatives, I saw the, the fear, I saw, you know, um, the trauma or whatever it was that I, you know, happened, but it's such a wild experience how I can come back to the same place. I still have triggers and I still have things happening, but my automatic reaction now is more towards, um, like happiness or positivity or opportunity or, um, connection. It's just, it's wild. It's just really wild. This whole process of rewiring to, to that. Um, and it's, you know, what would you have to say, have to, I don't any, any like color that you can add to that? Like, and I always say this when I talk about this with my journey is that this has not happened overnight. Like there's no, for me, there's no, and, you know, feel free to chime in on that, but there's no like mindset shift that kind of got me to that place, but it, it really is the continuous work inside myself to kind of get to this place where I have a new filter, I guess, on life. I don't know anything, any, yeah. Well, you know, the Buddhists say you can't cross the same river twice Mm. just because life flows on and it's, it's a different, it's different water. It's you're different. Mm. And, and that's as it should be. And so what a wonderful, in a way, (laughs) it doesn't mean easy or fun always, but a wonderful chance to get a perspective shift of, oh, this, these are maybe some of the same conversations or behaviors that I was exposed to as a young person, now the more adult, more resourced me can, can uh, v- like have a view back and say, oh, yeah, okay. Um, I've moved past in, in understanding of myself and, and now I can give myself a different message than perhaps the mm. one I was doing back then. And so it's also a chance for greater self-empathy of, mm. oh, I can so understand how this affected me in the past and, and just pause and just feel some compassion, some empathy of, 
Hmm. That's, that's, that was part of my challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and say, and just put your hand on your heart and say, wow, thank you for carrying me through that. We made it. <laughs> we no, made we, it at least to here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We did make it, Corey. Yes, we did. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm still alive and happy. Um, okay. So I want to kind of transition with specifically about your work. Um, that beautiful story that you shared about your uh, current client or your your client um, that you just kind of graduated. Um, you said that you uh, you help people ask really good questions. What does this mean? Yeah. And well, we want to um, give a little bit of a challenge to that narration that's happening in our head, like, because we are meaning making machines. Mm -hmm. And, and so we want, sometimes it's just helpful to say, is that the best way I can be thinking about that right now? Or is, is there a better question I, or a better, what's my better, what's my next better thought Mm -hmm. that's maybe different than my default thought. Mm. And so, oh yeah, that's what I used to think in these moments. What's a better message for me at this time. Mm. And so perhaps if there's a, a challenge that maybe in the past seemed more insurmountable. Maybe now it's a little uh, less, um, it seems less big. You can, instead of going, oh yeah, hmm, that's a problem. Perhaps you might say something like, I can call upon the grit inside of me. Mm. So that would be a soul soul statement, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so, or my heart is a trusted guide. Mm -hmm. And so, we just want to maybe ask ourselves, what's a more empowered response? Or yes, there's this outer circumstance and what strength can I bring to bear or what resource would help me right now? Mm, got it. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, it's kind of a reframe. I call it reframing. You know, how do I reframe mm-hmm. this? That's great. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So you mentioned a soul statement. So what is this about your work? It's it's something unique to what you do. Um, what's a soul a soul statement? And I think you just mentioned that. But how how can that help someone that is maybe in a place that um, maybe is overcome by negativity or emotion or all the things quote unquote that they're doing bad? Yeah. So thank you. So when you have a thought that's maybe not serving you well, you can, you can have a soul statement, which is something that you've already thought of for these moments. And mm-hmm. so uh, you might um, just declare that. Uh, so, you know, I am not my story, or my distress is not a forever condition. Mm-hmm. And just so that you can, and then uh, ideally you're also feeling the truth of that and the rightness of it. And so you're applying what your soul knows about what's really you Mm -hmm. at your deep center to counteract this other, Mm. um, what you used to, the meaning you used to give yourself. And so you're kind of calibrating your surface thoughts 
with what your soul knows to be true, mm. like a postcard from that deeper you saying, hey, you know, this is the ground you can stand on. And so like the real me is enough or my body knows how to heal itself. Mm. And so you can uh, feel that. And now your next thought can be colored with, with this instead of just the, the old tape that circled around. Mm. Uh, yeah. I love so. that. I love that. You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like these, like, you know, if then statements, if you're feeling this way, then try to reframe it this way. Mm -hmm. And it also reminds me of, you know, I, I work also in dating and relationships, specifically about dating for the most part. And um, it sounds like almost what I could like standard operating procedures. Like if this were to happen in an emergency, this is what you should come, you know, not you should, but here's what's recommended to come back to so that, you know, you can you know, listen to your soul or try to reframe the situation or what have you. So that's not, that's really good. Right. Like an emotional flow chart. Yeah, exactly. I almost said Venn diagram, but that was, that's, <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. Um, I love that. I love that. Okay. Um, so yeah, it sounds like just a major, and I'm assuming that's kind of what you do with your clients is you kind of help them through kind of uh, picking out those kind of those soul statements and helping them kind of express that and then giving it kind of as a tool, I guess, mm -hmm. when they're in the moment, is that, is that about right? Yeah. I like to say that old messages got us here mm -hmm. and new messages will get us where we want to be. I love that. Yeah. I love that. sounds like that, that book, what is it? Um, what got you here? Won't get you there or something like that. I forgot. Oh, I don't yeah. Know <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. Um, why I'm curious about why for you, why is going deep while staying light a learned state? Like, what is this? What does this mean to you? I'm just curious. Sure. Well, if you're in touch with some of your deeper values, you and and that's all you talk about is, you know, let's go deep and extract meaning from every little thing. Uh, other people will probably find you uh, somewhat wearying mm. or a bore. And it's like the, uh, it's like the person that um, only wants to talk about deep subjects uh, that gets old for most people. Oh, and really? So you, Does it? That's all I like if, to do, Corey. <laughs> just well, kidding. I'm yeah, just kidding. <laughs> me too. And you want to present more lightly, I should say. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. It's okay. so funny. It's so funny because my, you know, when when I was dating, I'm not. I have a partnership now, but. Uh, when I was dating, that's what my friends told me too, Corey. Listen, don't go so deep so fast. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. for that. Please keep yeah. going. <laughs> but it's it's going going deep is is fine and appropriate. And it in order to interface better with other people, you want to kind of package it lightly. Okay. So yeah. So, so how would you do that? You might say, um, um. That's a, um, I'm not coming up with an actual example right now. Mm -hmm. uh, like you can, you can be deep on the, uh, on the inside, mm -hmm. like I'm fearless and I got this mm -hmm. and, um, I'm, 
you know, in touch with my deep values and just be present for what's going on with the other person. So being hmm. present for life as it unfolds and to just flow with, you know, while you, while you're, you're, you're a container, you're aware of your own depth hmm. and what's important to you and just be present for life. And so bringing, bringing presence, dialing up more of you is, is enough without having to spout any, you know, fortune cookie one after another. Got it. Okay. To me, that registers as a, like not having an agenda. Cause I feel mm -hmm. like, um, you know, I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of both sides on, on this one. Um, because I, in some ways, like, I think for me, my, like authentically, I am a deep person. Like this is like, I, I have, you know, this amazing podcast. I have, you know, I have work with my, myself and my clients that, you know, I always say, welcome to the deep, like, cause that's, that's where I live. Nice. Um, so I'm like both, I'm kind of both sidesy with that, but I mean, what I, what, what I'm hearing you say is that I do think that in the past that I would have tried to go quote unquote deep, like on a first date or a second date, um, maybe as an agenda, like part, not, not like, I don't know, it's hard to describe, like parts of me had an agenda about trying to see if they could intellectually meet me where I wanted them to be. But I hadn't even like, it's maybe too much too soon. Maybe. Does that make sense? Does that, is that mm -hmm. kind of yeah. dan dancing around kind of where you are? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I, I also think of another soul statement. I think it's in the book as, as my serenity increases, I can hold circumstance more lightly yeah. and just, just be curious and acknowledge. But another thing that can occur when you're in really in touch with who you are as a person and your values and your groundedness, and you can have that courage to speak up when something feels kind of weird or mm -hmm. awkward, or mm -hmm. there's this tone that I don't know what that tone is. Mm -hmm. And you can say, yeah, Hey, um, I heard what you said and I'm just, I'm also hearing a tone that I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Do you mind, do you mind sharing about what's, you know, what that is or, you know, however is in normal organic conversation, like, oh, uh, or that felt, that felt um, a little strange to me. Um, I'm thinking you meant this, but I'm not sure. Like, is that what you meant? Mm. You know, just checking out with the other person just to make sure you're uh, understanding, you know, where they're at. And yeah. uh, that can kind of um, lead to just clarity, just mm -hmm. clarity. And it's like, oh, you get to know somebody when you challenge them just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, totally. Clarity is the new sexy is what I like to say. Love it. Um. Okay, cool. Well, we're kind of wrapping up kind of at the point where we're wrapping up. Did we miss anything about like anything up for you right now? Anything important that, that we missed about kind of the way you view healing and everything? Sure. Uh, thanks, Ali. I, one thing that I just thought of was that as you kind of get to know your, your inner workings and, and you're more in touch with these, these statements from your soul that really uh, help you uh, anchor to your depth is to remember to um, be gentle 
with yourself and maybe you you make some uh you can grow stronger in your agreements to not abandon your heart going forward mm. just um just hold your heart as worthy mm. of respect and worthy of protection and just you're developing an intimacy with self mm -hmm. as as well and just um the more deep you can go it's good to just you the more you want to just not throw it away and just mm -hmm. you know in in the in the um interest of easy conversation or mm. or, or going along with something that feels weird yeah oh yeah. I love that I love yeah. that I love that I think I put out a post the other day it was like um it came to me that like self-love I think for me is is two parts compassion to one part action it's like almost just being okay with where you are and like being more than okay, but like really accepting about where you are, but then taking small action steps mm -hmm. to get to where you want to go. Cause I think nice. that's what, I think that's what's missed. I think and I love what you said, or just like about that compassion piece, because I think what's missed in personal development is it's all like, it seems like it's all action oriented, you know, it's like, you know, do this and do this and do this, but really it's, it's, the loving part is being accepting about where you are now and then, and wanting better. Like I want better for myself for life because I love myself. You know, it's yeah. not because there's something wrong with me. So I love what you said. It really kind of resonated with something I just put out to you. Yeah. Wonderful. And one of the gifts that I've learned to give myself is silence. So can I just mm -hmm. sit and be silent and still, and just to give myself that it's, yeah. it's just a beautiful practice. Oh yeah. I'm on board with that. Absolutely. For it. Um, well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, tell us where we can get your book. Tell us um, where we can find you and anything else maybe that you're working on right now. Yeah. So corerelationship.com is my website. Uh, there's a, a link to buy the book there. Uh, it's also in bookstores, online retailers, IndieBound, Goodreads, all those wonderful places. And yeah, I'm just enjoying my coaching practice, my coaching clients. I just am inspired by them, mm -hmm. you know, their desire to, mm -hmm. to be better, to step up. And, you know, that that's one of the things that brings enjoyment and satisfaction in our lives is, mm -hmm. you know, when I step up and remember who I am and what I am, uh, that's just very powerful. Totally powerful. And thank you yeah. for doing that work. The world needs it. Um, and I really appreciate your time today. Thanks, Ali. Thanks, Corey. some really good gems in this episode with Corey Lyon Folsom. Um, so much good stuff in this. Um, and I always, as I always do, I just really love the having the masculine perspective on this show as well. There have been a few really amazing guests um, that I can remember and all this time doing this now that have ha really offered some really great perspective as far as the masculine is concerned. And I'm, um, I'm, I love this episode with Corey. It's all about that. And uh, your soul statement, just some really, really, really amazing um, gems 
in this, in this conversation. So, so grateful to have Corey on the show. Um, a few things before we close up for today. Um, don't forget that you, if you've been around for a minute or if you're just being introduced to the community, welcome. And also thanks for being here. Don't forget that if none of my programs in particular um, look good to you, if you still want to support the show, I absolutely welcome and invite your support. Um, you can go to the link in the show notes and support the show with 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month or $9.99 a month. Um, really just shows me that you're out there. shows me that um, that you are listening and helps you with my energy as well. And along with production costs and I love coffee. So if you want to buy me a coffee, uh, I love that as well. So thank you in advance for all of those supporters that we have out there. Um, don't forget to take the feminine dating archetype quiz. If you are a woman and you're dating, you, uh, fit into one of four dating archetypes and it'll help you reveal your block to love and find your true love match. And as always, I want you to know that you are loved and you are supported. I'm so grateful to have you here. Um, also, if you want to hear from me, if you want to chat, drop me a DM on Instagram. Every every other Saturday, it's turning out, I make calls, like actual phone calls out to my community. And I do want to connect with you. I want to know who you are. I want to know what you're going through. I want to know if I can help, if I can offer any perspective. So I'm here for you. I'm here with you. Um, we're all growing and we're all healing and we're all doing this together. So thanks again for being here and we'll see you next time.